Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Hope you're doing well. Oh, geez. Back on that good mic. So I'm sorry if it seems like I'm screaming at you. I'm screaming at myself. Don't worry. I'll tell you what. We're in a new year. New year, new me. No, new year. Just a more, I'd say, um, what kind of me? A saucier me? A more confident me? A more doing the most, but also having, this is what I've decided. This year is going to be the year of productivity, and it's going to be the year of being proactive in things instead of reactive. Because the last year I was reacting to everything. And this year I want to be in the moment and proactive enough to be able to, when I get there, enjoy the moment. Not scramble, fucking damble. You know what I'm saying? We'll get into all of our goals, vision boards, all that shit in a minute. I hope that everyone had a wonderful holiday. Now, when I was recording the podcast from this last week, I was doing it right before Christmas. And little did we know that like, you know, two weeks later, everyone would have COVID. We're in a surge. It's up. But hopefully people are okay. I'm 99% sure I had it when I got home from my last leg on the tour, but it I tested negative a thousand times. Now, my doctor doesn't know if it's because I had such a, and I quote, light viral load. When was the last time you had a light load? You know what I'm saying? I'm talking sexually. Not That has nothing to do with how much you go to the bathroom. You know, remember when you were in college and a guy, it's always, it blow your load. <laughs> Dude, that was a load. Like, no, Trevor, no. Ugh. It's always, dude, dude, I was hooking up with this chick last night. I had a huge load. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. It's a deep immaturity that I didn't grow out of when the clock struck midnight. So, again, New Year, same immature me. But um, what was I talking about? Oh, light viral load. I'd gotten boosted uh, in December. And apparently my doctor was like, I think you might have had it because you had every symptom in the book. And I stayed home. I did my quarantine. But my whole family, we tested negative. We'd all gotten boosted the week before. So I don't know if it was a light load. But anyways, if you're at home and you're listening to this because everyone has fucking COVID, hopefully you're having milder symptoms and we're just going to have to keep piling through. I, I think we don't stop work. I think we don't stop school. It is what it fucking is. If you're sick, stay home. Again, I am not the CDC. The CDC doesn't know what the fuck is going on. You know, one minute they're like, the quarantine should be 45 days. Then it's 10 days. Now it's five days if you're a nurse or laborer because everybody needs to get back to fucking work. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what to tell anybody. I don't know the answers. I don't have the answers. Apparently, there's this thing called Florona, which is the flu and Corona. We have about a year left. So we've got to make this year the best year, no matter what we have to go through. Because again, time on this earth is fleeting. So let's get into vision boards. (laughs) Didn't mean to come out of the gate just really ripping fear and terror into the heart's and ears of all my listeners. But I just think we definitely have to compartmentalize for your own mental sanity what's going on. Everybody's getting sick. But you know what? Take care of yourself. Get that zinc. Get that vitamin C. Go for a walk. 
You know, I mean, listen, I hate when people are like, it's dry January. It's dry January. If you want to have a fucking glass of wine for your sanity, you have a glass of wine. But I think we all need to take a moment and do what's best for ourselves, whether that is going for a walk. All right. Whether that is, hey, maybe I need to get my vitamin D checked because I'm feeling low. Just do those things. We should all just do those things just to feel a little bit alive. You know what I'm saying? We might as well just gird our loins. Hey, you know, I felt weird at the end of last year where everyone was like, 2021, what a fucking shit show. Worst year ever. I had a great year. I had a blessed year. I know it was hard. And I know we were all, you know, like I talk about in my show, going through a collective trauma of like, holy fuck. Like we all had that 2020 was a hot dumpster fire. And then I had a great year. I had a great summer. I traveled. We went on tour. It was great. I think towards the end of the year, because people started to get sick again, and then fucking Betty White died. But you know, listen, I saw some theories online and I agree with this one. She knew, she said, you know what? I'm bouncing. I'm going to leave so that 2020, the end of 2021, we can put a, a nail in the coffin. It be done literally, physically, metaphorically, so that we can all start fresh this year. Listen, it's we're going to have fucking bumps along the way. And I got to be honest with you. I've talked about this with a lot of other people who like had a shitty couple of years before COVID. When I lost my dad, I'd finally been through like the worst thing I'd ever been through. So then when COVID came around, yeah, it fucking sucked. But I was oddly like, all right, okay, this is what's happening. Buckle up. And so I know that was really new for a lot of people. Like, obviously, I've never been through a global pandemic, but I have been through the worst year of my life. That has happened. I went through that, knock on wood. Hopefully, it's uphill from here. But then when in 2021 hit and we were out on the road and we were getting to travel over the summer because people were vaccinated and things looked, they looked good, you know, I want us to continue to keep the positive energy. Y'all, this thing is going to continue to mutate and people are going to continue to, you know, just lose their fucking shit. Turn off the fucking news, okay? Nobody fucking knows what's going on. Turn off the news. Biden doesn't know where he is. Everyone from CNN has, like, assaulted someone. (laughs) They're all getting fired. I mean, fucking Andy Cohen and uh, was blackout drunk on the, you know, the rocking in the new year, whatever the fuck that was. And he was just spitting facts. He was like, fuck de Blasio, just getting hammered with Anderson Cooper. And I was just like, this is the energy we need. Say how you feel, get through it, but we've got to keep a positive attitude. If you get the COVID, hopefully you're vaccinated. It's a light load. It's a light viral load. You stay home, take that time for yourself, recuperate. And, you know, I'm not wishing that on anybody, but this is where we're at. So we got to keep pressing forward. We're not shutting shit down. We've got to keep going and just keep it rolling and be smart and take care of one another and check in on each other. I'm not going into 2022 like this is going to be the worst fuck. I can't do it. We got to be semi-positive. I will tell you something. I'm forcing positivity down your throats right now. I have to. Let me tell you what. Okay, I'm going to have a couple side hustles this year. And I'm not even going to tell you about it because it's a work in progress. But I will say I needed a new domain, a new website, baby, for my side hustles that will be popping off very soon. And what did I do? I went to squarespace.com. And I am using them to make a world-class website that looks like I have 16 interns. Am I a startup? Yeah. Is my life a startup? For sure. But you know, it doesn't look like a startup. My friggin' website that's about to be on and popping and bussing. You want to know why? Because I use Squarespace. They have everything you need to create a beautiful and modern website. Start with a design template and use drag and drop tools to make it on your own. If you're like me and you're about as, I'd say, proficient in anything on the computer, like a cat with a thick paw could do a better job designing a website, don't worry. If you go to Squarespace and use their tools, your website's going to be on and popping, mommy. You know, maybe you're starting a hamster company. Heathershamsters.com. Go buy that domain. Make that website. Get those hamster photos up because we have goals and things to accomplish in 2022. 
With Squarespace, you have the ability to customize the look and feel settings products with just a few clicks. All websites are optimized for mobile. Content automatically adjusts so your site looks great on any device right out of the box. And when you create a website with Squarespace, you get a free unlimited hosting, top-of-the-line security, and dependable resources to help you succeed. Nothing to patch or upgrade ever. 24-7 award-winning customer support. That is what I am here for. Listen, if you are a graphic designer, if you own a bar or you're a jewelry designer, you own a gym, whatever you're doing, make your life easy by using Squarespace and their amazing platform and all their amazing tools. Listen, they also have marketing tools. They've got analytics on their sites. It's ease of use and they, they just have, there's so many things you can do with it. It's all in one. They have domains, websites, online stores, marketing tools, and analytics. Literally anything you need for your business is right there. And I love them. I, I used it for my tour website. I'm obsessed. I'm telling you right now, Squarespace is the jam. Head to squarespace.com slash absonot. That's A-B-S-O-N-O-T for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code ABSO, A-B-S-O-NOT to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's ABSONOT to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain when you go to squarespace.com slash ABSONOT. But I'll tell you something. So, you know, the last two episodes of the podcast, I was letting you know that I had a little aha moment about my health and wellness. Well, flash forward, I just kind of want to dive into some of these details. If you are experiencing any of these symptoms, I know I have a large female following, but this is specifically for females. I want you to know right now my ponytail looks like a fucking rat tail, okay? I didn't realize how thin my hair was getting because I wear clip and extensions on stage that make me look like a goddamn goddess, all right? But, and and the the extensions are doing nothing to the thinning of my hair. But when I got home for Christmas, my hair's been falling out in the shower. It's crazy. And I've been down this road before. The last time I got off birth control, this happened. And I'm a proponent of birth control. If you need it, great. I've always done well on it. I have really easy moods. I feel great. I always have been able to like, never had thyroid problems when I've been on birth control. I got off of birth control when I froze my eggs. Y'all know, I talk about it in the show, what a fucking crazy situation that was for me. Anyways, I basically froze my eggs. I was on all these hormones and then I rushed right into going on tour, prepping for the tour. And then I, you know, we hit the ground running in August and I have not stopped. So I had to get a lot of blood work done at the end of December. And my doctor was like, Heather, I'm now going to like physically share with you what is actually going on with me. I am having every symptom in the book for like PCOS, insulin resistance, and thyroid issues. My thyroid came back. It completely like fucked. And so now I'm on thyroid medication. I don't want to be on medication. I'm trying to obviously balance this out with some holistic shit. You know, I'll take ashwagandha and put it in my vagina. I don't care. That's not what the doctor recommends. But I will take a four-leaf clover and some turmeric and put it in my titties. I don't, I am willing to do the steps and do the work so that I don't have a stroke by my 35th birthday. That's coming up March 15th. Mark your calendars and I'll give you my PO box address because I'd love some birthday gifts. Because if you know anything about my family, they suck at gifts. In fact, I'm looking at the gift that Jeff got me for Christmas and it's nothing. It's nothing. My desk is empty. That's no hate or shade to him. We're not great with gifts. And we said we weren't going to do gifts, but there is still no gift. (laughs) Anyways, back to my medical problems. The reason I'm bringing this up is because I just want to red flag this for anybody. If you're going to a conventional medical doctor, they may not do the full panel. And I go to this amazing woman named uh, Dr. Oja, Kristen Oja. Um, She's a big uh, wellness guru here in Atlanta. And she did a full panel. And she was like, Heather, your vitamin D is non-existent. You're completely insulin resistant. Like my blood sugar was through the roof. She's, I have high signs for PCOS. My hair is thinning and I have been G-free. Guys, I'm G-free. That doesn't mean Gucci-free. We are full Gucci, okay? We are house of Gucci. I've been gluten-free, G-free since I got these test results and I've gotten on a little bit of thyroid medication and I'm taking so many supplements. I, I could be a, a drug dealer. I don't even know what they are. But I will say, even just the two weeks of turning off my fucking phone over Christmas break And giving my body a break from inflammation, I'm telling you, I'm starting to feel a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. But if you have any of these symptoms, just, I wanted to flag this. Women, we talk about our hormones and all this shit. And I just wanted to flag this for anybody. I'm not a medical professional, but these were my symptoms. 
complete exhaustion. But when you try and go to bed at night, like I almost had restless leg syndrome. I'm talking like almost full-blown insomnia. I'm having to drug myself to go to sleep, but complete burnout, hair loss, a ton of weight gain, sweating, hormonal acne, bad periods. Obviously, if you get ovarian cysts, that's a part of it. But there's so many other ones, but this is just personally what I was dealing with. And I I don't mean to like drag you guys into my health and wellness, but I just want to flag this shit for you because I dealt with this a couple of years ago and I didn't think it was coming back. And the problem is with a lot of this shit, especially as women, we let our hormones, we let our exhaustion, we work ourselves to the core that we don't, it all compiles. It's not like, oh, I'm starting to feel a little run down or I'm having insomnia for two weeks. It's going to get better. It took me literally having a crash. When I came home, I just sat in my room and I cried for two hours. I was like, I've never been this tired and wound up at the same time. And I feel like I accomplished so much last year and I was working so hard and touring is so much fun. I love what I do. So there's no complaints there, but I was not taking care of myself. And so this year, it is the year of just, listen, do I want to lose the weight? Yeah, of course I do. But I'm also going to be kind to myself. If I don't fix what's going on inside, I'm, I'm going to be bald by Christmas. <laughs> First and foremost, I'm going to have a forced rat tail. You know what I don't want? A forced rat tail. I've got one long string in the back. The weird thing is, My hair is very voluminous up top and I am getting some new baby growth hair, but it's like the underbelly of the hair is just thinned out. It's like if you could pick up a piece of Swiss cheese, okay? I'm talking, you know, when you go to the Publix Deli or the Whole Foods Deli and you're like, all right, I'm getting my lunch meat. All right, I want a boar's head. I'm dealing with boar's head. It's great hair, but the underneath, what, what would make my ponytail is such fine Alpine Swiss cheese. It's translucent. You can hold it up to the sky. You can lick through it. You know what I mean? It melts on your tongue. That's how thin the underbelly of my hair is. The top though, is like a buffalo chicken sandwich, okay? You've got a pub sub. You get the buffalo chicken tenders. You got all the pilings up top. We got a lot of volume up top, but then that base layer of Alpine Swiss is non-existent. You almost go, did you even fucking put cheese on the sandwich or did you not? Amelia. And she's like, my name's Sharon. I don't know why you call me Amelia every time you come to Publix. I've been making you sandwiches for 15 fucking years. Are you drunk? And you're like, yeah, have been every time. Anyways, just wanted to flag some of those things, but I'm working with a team of doctors. Y'all, I went and saw this voodoo doctor, okay? I told you about, you know, he he looked at me. I went and saw this guy in New York after I got the test results from my other doctor. I'm on so many supplements. I did choke on on a pill the other day, but what I've learned, side note, also, this is the trick. If you have a hard time being consistent with all your potions, put them in a bowl. Take out, you know, I need two of the thyroid. I need, you know, inositol, which is great for blood sugar. I need my vitamin D. I need my C, my zinc. I put it in a bowl. And it's like almost if you were going for M&Ms all day, I take them throughout the day because that's the only way I remember to take my pills. Drink your juice, Shelby. Drink your fucking juice. But also, I'm not really drinking juice right now because it spikes spikes my blood sugar. Anyways, being G-free is actually... Dude, on the DL, like, I'm not trying to tell anybody, like, how to live their life. But when I heard, like, G-free, I said, bitch, you you fucking crazy? I'm Italian. (laughs) I'm Irish. You know what I like? Bread and butter. Pasta noodles and butter. But I said, you know what? My inflammation feels like it's going down. Okay? And I'm substituting. I'm not saying I'm a... Dude, if I go go abroad, I'm not G-free. Because I don't know if you know this, but the shit that we put in our American bread is garbage. You go to France, eat all the fucking baguette and cheese you want, and your skin will clear up, and you'll somehow end up in a Christian Dior store with a free fucking bag. Okay? That's how great the rest of the world is. But I'm just saying, it's not as hard as I thought. And this is not for everybody. Some people may be a little sensitive to the dairies. Maybe you're not a meat gal. I'm just letting you know, I'm just trying to be proactive. And I'd like for you guys to keep me accountable of trying to heal the inside so that I don't, A, have a rat tail by Christmas. And B, I can feel like myself again. Because I was burnt the fuck out. Burnt out. Bye-bye. See you later crying in my room, just going, I don't know what's going on, but I don't feel like myself. 
So we're doing all the things. We're throwing the kitchen sink at it. I got a bowl of pills. Drink your juice, Shelby. But my goal right now, I'm not even, I'm not doing dieting. I'm not even feeling restrictive. Like I'm gluten-free. I can't have that. I'm saying I'm not trying to put anything in my body right now that's going to make me feel like I'm having the sugars because that's what I was doing. I didn't even realize. I was like knick-knacking around. Do you know what I mean? A couple crackers here, cookies here, this. I wasn't ever, I was just spiking my blood sugars. So for me, literally to not end up die of fucking bedic is to just keep the blood sugar solid, get that protein in. And this is all I'm doing, y'all. Yes, we're working on our fat ass for February, but I have to ease into the exercise. That was the biggest thing. My doctor goes, Heather, women with insulin resistance, PCOS, hormone imbalance, the number one thing is you don't go to the gym a thousand times. You walk, you do Pilates, yoga, and strength training. That's all I'm doing. And I'm doing this fucking thing on TikTok, okay? And I challenge you guys to do it. Quit going on the run. I hate when people are like, I'm going for a run. If you like to run, great. But if you also want to ease into exercise and not fucking break your back by New Year's, I'm sorry, President's Day. I'm doing this fucking trend on TikTok. It's called the 12-3-30. You go on the the treadmill at a 12 incline, 3.0 miles per hour for 30 minutes. You will be huffing and fucking puffing for 30 minutes, but it's easy on the body, good cardiovascularly. So you're really getting those lungs to expand. You're getting that deep breath and you're squeezing your ass the whole way up, it's a fat ass for February. So I'm really focusing right now, lower body strength training, doing my treadmill. I'm not going faster than 3.0. Don't challenge me. It's it's not where I'm at. The people just from fucking walking have been seeing great results. So I'm I'm taking time for myself. I'm doing my 30-minute walk at the 12, 3.30. Again, 12 incline, three miles an hour whatchamacallit, 30 minutes. If you want to go longer, great. Do what feels good for you. I'm just letting you know what journey I'm on. Because, you know, I get DMs. Girl, what are you doing? What'd your doctor say? We're concerned. Why do you have a rat tail? Hair's thinning. Weight was gained. Shirt was sweat through. Eyesight was blurry. Anxiety was sky high. Insomnia was lit. But we are taking the steps to be proactive instead of reactive. It's like fucking modern medicine. What do we do in modern medicine? We try and heal as opposed to let's prevent. And I'm looking to the future because, guys, we have a lot of fucking shows. Go to heatherontour.com. I'm coming to some amazing cities this spring. And then I got a wedding. I got a wedding. Bitch, new theme of the wedding, house of fucking Gucci. Throw out the white flowers. Throw out anything that resembles anything of taste, we are going gaudy, Italian, gaga. You know, I may make somebody dress up like Jared Leto in a full, you know, old man suit. I think that was him. Either way, House of Gucci is the new theme. I have six months for this wedding and I'm not going to be one of those brides. I got to lose 40 pounds. That's not it. I want to feel good. I want to not have a rat tail at my wedding. I want to feel like myself. I want to feel empowered. I also want to go into it where I'm not speedballing, freaking the fuck out. I'm taking this week to get my invitations out. You know what I mean? Plan the dinner. Do this. Bada bing, bada boom. I got to. Best little New Year reset I did is I ordered all fresh linens from my, my favorite company, Brooklinen. I got that fresh, fresh set. There's nothing better. Taking time for yourself. I took a week off. I'm going to watch some movies and I'm going to get cozy in my, my Brooklinen comfort. You know what I mean? Whether it's the soft, plush, zipper-free, at-home, snugly wear that I get from them or the amazing sheets or all the amazing bedding, five-star bedding that they have. I love them. Look at you. You made it through the holiday madness and that means one thing. It's time to treat yourself. Give yourself the comfort and relaxation you deserve with Brooklinen's lineup of cozy bedding and beautiful home essentials made for me time. Here's the thing. If you're looking for more comfy comforter, Brooklinen is a place to go. They come in lightweight, all season and ultra warm to suit every type of sleeper and lifestyle. There's even a weighted comforter option for stress relief. And rest assured that with Brooklinen's fair pricing, their home essentials just look and feel like a million bucks. And Brooklinen comfort goes way beyond the bedroom. Their collection includes everything from robes to towels to super soft loungewear. I'm obsessed with their loungewear. It is so yummy, so amazing. So the cozy just keeps on coming. I bought all new sheets 
for my guest bedroom. Raymond was just staying here and he was like, honey, I am sleeping in butter. And I said, baby, it's at Brooklinen. There's a reason why Brooklinen has over 80,000 five-star reviews and counting. Refresh your rest with the comfort essentials from Brooklinen. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code absolutely not for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. Again, that's brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code absolutely not for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com, promo code absolutely not. I did make my vision board. I'm sorry, I'm on a tangent. I'm just so excited to be talking to you guys again. I made my vision board. Now, here's the thing I want to talk to you about the vision boards. This is not some hocus pocus, some MLM. You got to find a life coach to figure out what to put on a fucking poster board. I did this, y'all. In 2018, I made my first vision board. I was stoned on New Year's Day, kind of hungover. Jeff was watching sports. I love to fucking scrapbook and doodle, okay? My vision board this year looks a little bit like a beautiful mind, but the thyroid medication definitely gave me a little boost in confidence there artistically. I started doing these simply because I love to, to doodle. I like to scrapbook. That is my happy place. I like tactile things. I was fucking solid. You know, when you did, when you were in like the seventh grade and you had to do the three-sided poster board presentations, mine always looked A fucking plus. I'm not good at like doing bubble letters. I'm none of that shit, but I would, I'm really good visually like, because I look at everything as a stage. So I'm very good visually about laying things out, even though my vision board this year is a hot fucking mess, but I was going through something. But I'll just tell you this. I find it nice to take the day, right? To take the day, light a candle, get some nice magazines. When was the last time you touched a physical magazine? Smell it. Rip out the, you know, the Lancome perfume samples. Rub them all over your body. Keep them in your purse too. That's also a great way to have a nice little refresh. Cut those out of all the magazines that you find at Barnes & Noble and then put them in your purse and you have a little refresh, but you don't have to worry about an actual, you know, bottle of a travel size or perfume. They always break in my purse. Every lining of every purse smells like Victor Raw flower bomb. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, I don't even wear this because it's too sweet. But for some reason, I have 65 of these fucking samples because every time I go to Nordstrom, they throw them in the bag. You know, it's just my whole closet smells like flower bomb. Anyways, lay your shit out. What I do is I take a whole life approach and then kind of a year approach. So like a third of the the poster board is the things I want to accomplish this year. But then I also take a step back. I want to have a house in Italy. You know, I want to, you know, at the time in 2018, I was like, I want to get engaged. I want to do all this stuff. All of the things, when I look back at my, I have my vision board in front of me from 2018. I'm not even kidding you. Like two thirds of the shit has come true. Down to even, I didn't even realize that I had picked out my exact engagement ring and put it on the damn vision board. Looking back at 2018, guys, I'm looking at it right now. It says, I want to have at least 25,000 followers. Holy shit. Tenfold. I even have Atlanta on my vision board and I have the exact chairs and pillows that I have in my room right now. Like the exact linens, everything. I did like a little bit of, hold on, actually, let me pull this up. Let me, you guys care. Hold on. Give me one second. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. All right. From 2018, I said, I want to book a show. I want to write my own show. I want to be a Gucci bride in Italy. I want to travel. I said, uh, take control of my own career, follow through and make it happen. And then I just put, you know, and then the next year I had literally put Netflix. I just put Netflix on there. I want to have the number one podcast, you know, my long-term goals. I want to host SNL. I want to do an action comedy you know, all these different things, but it's really wild. I'm like, oh my God, in 2020, I went to Canada and I did a Netflix movie. I have good grief on the board. We sold that. Like all this shit, it's so wild when you look back at this other stuff and you're like, I've been saying this. Now I'm not saying this is some hocus pocus bullshit. Obviously you have to put in the work. But what I did is I took these ideas and these feelings that I had and the things that I know I want to accomplish. And I took the time, even if you just want to smoke some fucking weed and doodle and cut some things out and feel like you're doing one of those epic science projects back in school that you actually like... The only thing you were good at in the group project was making the aesthetic of the three-sided poster board, then do that. And then I want you to just sit back and then look in two years and you might be surprised with the things that you've actually accomplished. I don't believe in the manifesting as, yeah, you're asking the universe 
I did this as a joke, guys. I didn't really believe in it. But I said, you know what? Because I like arts and crafts, I'm going to do this. And it was wild. Just having this in my office, it's almost like your subconscious. Like you've asked the universe. You're like, all right, this is what I expect of myself. To me, it's not even asking the universe. I mean, I have my own relationship with the Lord and and I know the gifts he's given me. And I said, okay, God, open the doors. If you want me to walk through and do these things, I'll do the work, but open the doors. And, you know, I also think when God closes one door, you praise him in the hallway. Still, you give up the glory to God because he's got something better for you. Remember, rejection is protection. There's a couple things I can't get into right now because I'm not going to jinx any of that, but I've had some rejection recently. I have had some rejection in my career recently for some big things, and I'm having to go, it's protection. We're going somewhere better. We're doing something bigger. Just keep focused. What I will say is if you write some of this shit down and you doodle and you get all your free perfume samples out of your magazines, you're set for the year. You're just basically making a little reminder to yourself, these are the things I want to accomplish. And I know sometimes that that's scary to write it down. I get it. And I know writing down, I, I want to have a book and a comedy special and a hit show and all these things. It's actually terrifying to think of how the fuck am I going to do it? You know what I mean? I I know career-wise things are on the right trajectory and I've had a big two years. I mean, it's been fucking crazy. I am so grateful. But I look back at 2018 when that was only a glimmer and a hope and I I wanted 25,000 fucking followers. And here we are now because I would look at this little, I don't know, fucking Homeland-esque, Picasso-esque. It's like if, if a terrorist organization and and a and like you know Andy Warhol got together and did a, a scrapbook that's that's kind of what my vision board looks like. But the only reason I'm going on a tangent about this is so many people ask me about it, and I don't always you know it's personal. I don't need to share everything, but I want y'all to know if you're thinking about doing it, just get your thoughts down on paper, do some doodles, cut some shit out, get some free perfume samples, and set yourself up for expecting the best out of yourself. It's not like I hate, you know, it's like that rising grain, rising grain, January 1st, (laughs) rising grain. No, I'm walking, doing a 30-minute walk a day so I don't blow my brains out by Valentine's Day, okay? Um, But we're about productivity, proactivity, instead of being reactive to fucking panicking all the time, all right? I, I really am not trying to be on a soapbox. I just get asked this a lot about, Heather, let us know about the vision board. And I just want to encourage all this fucking negative talk. We're not dealing with this shit because the only way we're going to get through this fucking year is if we take a minute for ourselves, lock it up, take our free perfume samples on the paper, shove them in all of our purses and go, we are going to one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the fucking other. Okay. It was jarring the amount of weight loss ads I was getting on my Instagram the night of New Year's Eve. Like the clock struck midnight and I was like, holy shit, this is assaulting. You guys want to shadow ban me on Instagram, but you're sending me this shit all day? Get the fuck out of here. So I'm just letting you know, this is how I do it. This is my creative process of getting myself set up for the year and don't feel pressured. Listen, I have shit on my vision board from 2018 that may not come true till 2030, okay? But it's just kind of having that conversation with yourself this is what I'd like to accomplish. And then sit back that year, work your tail off. And then you might get to the end of the year and be like, oh, fuck, that actually happened. Okay. That was in my subconscious, but I actually kind of worked towards that goal. Those are the only goals. If you take the time to say, I'm going to focus on myself and do what I need to do, then the rest will come together. But listen, if you want love, put a fucking hottie with the body on the vision board. You know, I have a house in Italy. I got a house in Charleston. I got a beach house. These are the things I want. So why the fuck not a scrapbook and doodle and make it nice for yourself so you have a nice visual aid just to go, you know what? Let's fucking go get them, tiger. Go get them, tiger. Up and at them. (laughs) That's on God, period. You know what we don't have this year? A light load. (laughs) God. You had a light viral load. It was probably just a light viral load. That's uncalled for. Oh, God. Anyways, all right. I'm out of my soapbox. I just wanted to let y'all know, if you're having some major issues, if you got a rat tail, if you feel down in the dumps, let's get it together. We don't have to rise and grind. We're going on on an incline walk on the fucking treadmill. We're getting our steps in. You don't have to join a Muay Thai fighting. You don't have to join a fight club, guys, okay? 
Don't think that the weight has to be off. Just say these, okay, take an inner, take, we're going to take a moment. We're going to do a quick meditation. What are the, how am I feeling today? All right. You know what? I'm just going to stick with this G free and see if it helps me. I'm going to schedule myself better so that I don't end up having a panic attack on a Thursday at a Delta terminal somewhere in Boise because I have so much shit due or I forgot about something. I'm going to ease into the, the wedding. My goal is to ease in. So I show up and I'm ready for a fucking glass of Chianti and a tiramisu, bitch. And I want to enjoy it. You know what I mean? I don't want to get to June and May and feel like more of my hair is falling out. We got to take a minute and we're not going to let this negativity get us. And if we end up with the flu and the COVID, we're just going to fucking be in a medical induced coma for two weeks. And then we're going to come out snatched. And that's the attitude we need going into this year. Pray for a light viral load. But in the meantime, between time, go get them, Tiger. Let's get to the voicemails. I've said it a thousand times this podcast, but what are we doing? We're being proactive instead of reactive this year. And one thing I can do about that is really keeping my mental state calm, cool, and collected and taking time for myself. And that's with talk space. You know how I feel about them. Listen, this year, don't make mental health a goal. Make it a part of your daily routine with talk space. Talk space personally matches you with a licensed therapist you can connect with right from your phone or computer so you can get help whenever you need it. You know, listen, each January, we start to tally up our shortcomings, which is not what we want, the way we need to lose, the relationships that need developing, all this other stuff. But what do we need to do? Ease into the fucking year and 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 talk about it or talk about the things that you feel are maybe building up from the last year, maybe things you want to improve on for yourself. You can talk about it with a professional. You know, learn to be kinder to yourself so you can keep moving forward. Talkspace makes it so easy to get the help you need to make lasting progress with your mental health all year round. I love Talkspace. I, I'm obsessed with them. Listen, Talkspace treats your privacy and security as their top priority. You get access to a private virtual room with just you and and your therapist, and you can send messages 24-7 and get replies throughout the day. No need to wait for a weekly appointment. Talkspace encryption and added security features keep your conversation fully protected. I know that security and privacy is also a big deal to us, so we love that from Talkspace. Again, visit Talkspace.com. Get $100 off your first month when you use promo code absolutely at signup. Again, that's $100 off at Talkspace.com. Promo code absolutely. What's up, Heather? Not going to tell you my name, but I am a big fan from Tennessee. I have an absolutely not. So a couple of weeks ago, I finally got married. Woohoo. And we take off to our honeymoon. Well, I get a call the first day of our honeymoon. Someone threw a brick into our house. whoop de do, Robbed us, you know, money, guns, whatever. But you know what? I can't get over that they took out of my nightstand is my vibrator. Why leave the iPad and the laptop there but feel the need for my vibrator? Love and light. See you, girl. Hey, girlfriend, I hear you being anonymous. Thank you, though, for calling in. This is a great absolutely not. You know, crime and theft does go up around the holidays. And if you had around a Christmas wedding, you know, they're lurking. They're lurking in the bushes. They're lurking in the distance. They know through the Nextdoor app how to get into your house. You know, it's funny. I I follow the Nextdoor app, but there's some days that I think that people on the Nextdoor app almost give like direct information to the perpetrators. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they let people know what's going on so much in the neighborhood that then the neighborhood, they're also like, we won't be home from December 25th through January 3rd. Now, I'm not saying you did that. I'm not saying this is your fault. By no means am I blaming guilt. It just is, that's a thought and idea that popped in my mind. Anyways, okay, this is a very great example of kind of, the, you know, the last juxtaposition of the last six months we've been in. We were free. We felt like we were kind of moving through COVID. We were vaccinated. We were good. We were Gucci. And then this fucking Omicron hit us. It's like you finally got to have your wedding and then somebody steals your vibrator. That's the moral of this this push and pull, this weird twist and turn of emotion and life right now, right? We're supposed to be going into this new year. I'm trying to encourage everybody to be positive. But then I also got voicemails from nurses saying, what the fuck's going on? We're overworked. 
We're overwhelmed. This is nuts. We do feel like we're spinning our wheels. And there's nothing worse than going and celebrating something like a beautiful wedding that you finally get to have. I'm sure it was postponed because of COVID the first two years or whatever. And then you come home and somebody stole your favorite vibrator. I mean, what, what the fuck? This is a metaphor for something so much bigger. But yeah, the, this awkward perp doesn't take the iPad, but wants to take, you know, your big dick 3000. This is also a very Tennessee thing. I'm not meaning to make fun of ever, anyone from Tennessee, but this is very Tennessee to me. You know what I'm saying? Very, obviously. Okay. You know, it's like, what do they do? If you're a thief in Tennessee, you come in, you probably steal a couple golf clubs because they got decent golf courses there. What else do you do? You hit some golf, you steal some golf clubs, a crock pot for sure. Because if there's one place that I think crock pots are used the most, it's in Tennessee. Even if you're in like a high-end home in Brentwood outside of Nashville, those women are still at the core of who they are, boot scooting and boogieing with their crock pot. You know what I mean? Set it, forget it. It's relatable. Even if you're in 16,000 square feet next to Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban, you still have a crock pot. Honey, you still have that white bean chicken chili on deck. So this perp, I'm guessing is a woman. They came in, probably stole some golf clubs for themselves. You know, she may like to hit the links, probably stole your crock pot and then your dildo. Why'd she leave the iPad? You may have a, you know, a generation of version 10, a generation 11. I don't know. What are we at? 40 fucking five? To me, it would have made more sense that they just kept it to the year if they were like, hey, the 2022 is coming out so you know what version you're supposed to have. But, you know, Apple never makes sense. I'm getting thirsty. I'm on a tangent. But isn't that some horseshit? You come in, you're worried about your jewelry, your family heirlooms. Maybe they took grandma in the urn. No, they took your crock pot and your taint tickler. I mean, to me, you know, people have said, thank God, I mean, knock on wood, I've never been majorly robbed, but like people always say it feels like a complete violation. Like you almost like a, like someone's been in your space, that creepy feeling like you've almost been assaulted because someone's been in your space. Now it's a real insult to the assault of taking your favorite sex toy. I mean, that's unbelievable. It's a metaphor for something bigger this year. We're finally thought we were out of the woods and now what is the world done, stolen our fucking vibrator. You know what I mean? Snatched it right out of our hands. Unbelievable. That's a violation. That's a hateration. You know what I mean? Unbelievable. Some, you know, but fuck you, Omicron. Fuck it all. Here's the deal. I, I will try and get a, a sex toy a sponsorship from the podcast. And if you let me know, anonymous friend from Tennessee, if you're coming to any of the shows, I'll make sure that I get, I, I have some company send you some great stuff. I'll just send you my favorite toy. But either way, DM me and let me know who you are. Show me your, show my face. Show your face so that I can send you, you know, a new dildo, a new vibrate. I'm sorry. I don't know what, that's insane. You know, but you know that there's some woman Named Darby, D-A-R-B-Y, who came in. She stole the, the, the <laughs> she stole a nine iron, your new crock pot, maybe your air fryer, your UGG fucking slippers, because she's like, those are fancy. And then she stole your vibrator and just took off. Left the jewelry, the cash, the big screen TVs, and the iPad. She just needed essentials. But that also said something about that robber. You know, she came in and said, I need what I need. I hope she's washing the vibrator. I hope she didn't just try it out in her truck on the way home. You know, I'm hoping she learned a thing or two from Omicron or COVID in general. But my God, what a violation. I'm sorry. I'm here for you. I'd love to send you a couple butt plugs to really get your day going. And congratulations on the new wedding. Fantastic. Let's get to the next voicemail. Heather, it's your girl. I'm going to remain anonymous for this one. I'm calling in from Seattle, though. Um, I have an absolutely yes and absolutely not, and kind of something I need to get your opinion on. So absolutely yes, I went down to Denver and went to a New Year's Eve rave with some of my girlfriends from college. I had an absolute blast. I was a total menace. While I was at the rave, I met this cute guy. We were like making out when we were on Molly, you know, all the fun stuff. One thing leads to another, and I go back to his place after the concert. 
And after we hook up, he like brings in this big speaker and it's like, oh, I need to fall asleep to brown noise, which is fine because like I like to fall asleep to ocean or rain noises. But then right before we're about to go to sleep, he goes, by the way, if you wake up in the morning and you don't like I'm not in the bed, check the closet over there because I have another bed in there. I'm like a really sensitive sleeper. And sometimes if the person I'm sleeping with like breathes weird or is loud or something or moves weird, like I have to go sleep in that bed like by myself. So I think absolutely not to that. Like, I understand some people are light sleepers, but I just thought that was like kind of really weird to bring up during a hookup. Also note that he had a California king size bed. So like we could literally sleep on opposite sides of the bed and not even touch each other. So let me know your opinion on that. It was a little odd to me. My friends thought it was odd, but I don't know. He went down on me like four times. So fuck yeah. Anyway, love and light. Love your podcast. It's got me through 2020, 2021, and obviously 2022. Love ya. Okay, everything about this voicemail made me laugh so fucking hard. First of all, you're really coming in with like that great energy and I love it because first of all, your area code is California, but then you're like, yo, what's up? I'm up in Seattle. I just want to let you know, I went down to the den. I went down to Denver. I went to a rave. I was on a ton of fucking Molly. For Okay, I'm going to throw this out there. I like marijuana. You know, I like an upper every now and then, but that we're still doing Molly at a rave. I got to chime in. Is your Aunt Heather? This was a poor decision. They're putting fentanyl in fucking everything. Do, do you have the, you know, the chain supply, the supply chain? Do you know where the Molly started and where it was going? Who You got to be careful with these drugs. I mean, good for you. I'm not telling you not to have a good time. You're an adult. You can make your own decisions. But I'll tell you what, one bad Molly. And you know what we're going to be saying? We'll see you in Seattle. One foot in the grave, sis. Macron's going to be the least of your problems. Okay, let's get back to this man in a California king sleeping in a fucking closet. Absolutely not. Now, you did say he went down on you four times. That's that's excessive. I'm not even going to say like, oh, yeah, that's excessive. You know, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But also, just stick it in already. <laughs> oh, my God. I was... I was hooking up with this guy one time at prom and somebody's parent like walked in a closet and I just was so drunk. I go, hey, like I was like, Mr. Johnson, get out of here. I don't get out much is what I said. And the next morning, this is like my friend's house was like parents like let us do like draw, like whatever. You know, you had that one house in high school where the parents were just like, people are having sex in the basement. No big deal. And honestly, we were good at two shoes. Like we drank and partied, but it wasn't as, no, actually I was going to nightclubs when I was 17. I'm not proud of that. That's why I'm such a grandmother now. But I just remember that I was hooking up in a closet. It was probably like heavy petting. It wasn't, I, I didn't even lose my virginity till college. Very heavy petting. But when the, the dad, the cool dad came in, I said, Mr. Johnson, get out of here. I don't get out much. That's mortifying. But what I'm saying is just the closet comment triggered me. All right, you're telling me you went home with this man. He went down on you four times and then he slept in a fucking closet. He will murder you. What does he think? He's in an episode of Succession? No, absolutely not. That man buys crypto. I like that he has a large bed. Probably hadn't changed the sheets in a long time. But he also has an Adderall addiction. Anybody who has that, you did Molly. Then you had, you had still had energy after you got home to do orals, the orals four times. And then you're like, oh, but just so you know, I'm a light sleeper. So I, I might sleep in this closet. That's fucking triggering. That's a red flag warning, you know, Toot toot, I'm pulling the air horn on the Carnival Cruise. Watch out for this one. Now, if you had a good time and you can compartmentalize that in your mind and you leave the next day and you go, all right, great. I don't know. I mean, I mean, also do you. I mean, if he's going down your four times, it's also like, I mean, this guy's got fucking stamina. You know what I mean? Was the other sex good? Was this good? You know, what, what? I need to know all the details. I'm honestly just horned up and would like for you to call me and let me know some details. But I think if this man's like, I'm that light of a sleeper, it's those kind of people. You know, I'll wake up to stuff and sometimes it's hard for me to fall back asleep. But when you're that light of a sleeper, you know what I mean? You always have that one friend who's like that light of a sleeper. They're the ones who end up in a Ponzi scheme, not paying their federal taxes, wire fraud. You know what I mean? Because if you're that light of a sleeper, 
It has nothing to do with your constitution. It has everything to do with your character. Because why are you sleeping that light? I'll tell you why. Because you could wake up in the middle of the night at any moment thinking that the Securities and Exchange Commission is going to come through that front door. I think that's what it stands for. (laughs) I watched Billions once. Terrible show. But that's why. You know what I mean? You're like, they're going to find, you know, a fucking dateline. 2020 is going to be rolling in my back door. You hear one thing, one creak, and you're up. It's because they they have something on their conscience. They have something on their mind, something that they've been doing that's probably Shady Boots business. You know what? And they probably sleep light. They're like, oh, I do this shit all the time. I give really good oral to these women so that then they take the fall. So that when the feds show up at my front door, I'm actually asleep in the fucking closet. They don't think to look there because they already found you in the bed. And just so you know, I'm so ahead of the game. I I, I pin this entire crime on you. The crime that you didn't even know that you've already committed but you didn't commit it. You just did Molly. But see, when you're on Molly and you're at a rave on New Year's Eve, you may have committed a crime, but you were so high as a fucking kite thinking that you're somewhere in Ibiza, but really you're in a warehouse in East Denver listening to pretty lights. You didn't even realize what you did. I'm just trying to let you know you need to pump the brakes. I'm glad you're getting the oral, but you know what we're not getting? Tin to life. Because if this guy sleeps in a closet, I'm telling you right now, a light sleeper is an instigator. A light sleeper is a perpetrator. You know, when you really think about that, think about that girlfriend that you had in high school on the cheerleading squad. Whenever you'd have like 10 girls at a lake house in the summer, she was that light sleeper. Her name was Emily. And what did Emily eventually do? She stole one of your friend's parents' credit card. And it was a whole thing. And you didn't find out till later. And your parents said they weren't going to press charges. But your dad always warned you, there's something about her. There's something about Emily I don't trust. And she said she was a light sleeper. No, she was up in the middle of the night rummaging through your mom's Louis Vuitton trying to take photos of her bank card. So just so you know. And then you'd wake up the next day. Emily, she must have woken up early. She's not in the room. She's like, guys, I was a light sleeper. I went and slept in my Camry. (laughs) You're that light of a sleeper. You had to go out and sleep in your Camry at the lake house? No, Emily. You were buying fucking, I don't know, drugs online. As far as we're concerned, Emily probably snuck out at 3 a.m., went down to the bar at the dock with all the locals, blew a couple guys, was selling meth or doing it, then came back and just said, told everybody she was a light sleeper. And that's why she was up early when everybody else slept till 9.30. Riddle me this, Emily. What were you doing with my mom's debit card? That's on God. Okay, Emily, you just woke up in your Camry. No, you blew two guys down at the Salty Locks Cafe, you know, at the Red Rocks Fish and Grill. We know exactly what you were doing. You were scamming. So while I'm glad you had a really nice sexcapade and you were living your best life, ringing in the new year on drugs in a warehouse somewhere, listening to EDM music, and then later having a nice oral time, I do think sleep with one eye open because anybody who's that light of a sleeper is that deep in debt. And you know what I'm saying. Did you check your purse? Again, think about it. God, I'm really worried about you girls this year. We got a lot to get into. Let's get to the next voicemail. This next sponsor of the podcast is an absolute no-brainer. I'm so excited we've teamed up with them. And I'm talking about Imperfect Foods. What is Imperfect Foods, Heather? Well, it's a grocery delivery service offering an entire line of sustainable groceries that taste delicious and reduced waste. Now, make a difference in our food system, embrace the natural imperfections, and get your groceries delivered weekly with Imperfect Foods. Did you know, like this is a very crazy statistics. When I heard this, I was like, oh shit. Did you know that in the last year, 
35% of the food supply went unsold or uneaten in the U.S. Imperfect Foods is working to turn this around by sourcing foods that would otherwise fall through the cracks of our food system. Visit imperfectfoods.com to see if they deliver in your area. And once you sign up, you can personalize your weekly grocery order with seasonal fresh produce, pantry staples, and yummy snacks. Plus, your orders will arrive on the same day each week. On average, Imperfect Food customers save six to eight pounds of food from lesser outcomes with every order. And unlike on-demand delivery companies, Imperfect delivers weekly by neighborhood a unique model that produces 25 to 75 fewer emissions than individual trips to the grocery store. You can also say goodbye to like packaging guilt. Imperfect Foods is the only national grocery delivery company that makes it easy to return your packaging after every order. I'm trying to be a little bit sustainable and just do what I can. Again, it's one foot in front of the other. Imperfect Foods is awesome because you can get some amazing produce that they maybe couldn't sell in the grocery store simply because, you know, that peach had a little little wink on it or something. It's so insane when you look at the waste and the consumption in the United States and how much we throw away. It's insane. I'm so excited for Imperfect Foods. So here's the deal. What are you waiting for? Join the movement and get 20% of your first four orders. That's a great deal. When you go to imperfectfoods.com and use promo code absolutely. Again, that's 20% off your first four orders. That's up to an $80 value at imperfectfoods.com when you use promo code absolutely. All right, imperfectfoods.com and use absolutely. Absolutely not. So, Heather, I was on a hinge date and this man, we're talking about one of our common favorite comedians and she's currently pregnant and he saw her show a couple months back and he goes and says, yeah, I mean, she's kind of lost herself a bit. And I said, excuse me? And he was like, it's just not like she's taking care of herself anymore. And I said, she is literally pregnant. And he said, I'm just not into that kind of thing. I said, it's not something for you to be into. And then I literally got up and left. Go ahead. I want you to go ahead and dissect that comment for us, Heather. Anyways, absolutely not. And I want to fuck every pregnant lady I see. I don't know about that, but I just, it felt good to say. Okay. Love you. Bye. Oh my God. This makes me laugh so hard. Okay. First of all, I know who you're talking about and she's an incredible comedian, but this is so funny. I'm just not into that. Yeah, I know. I'm just not into that. Birth, life, you know, the circle of life, families, huh? Thank you so much for getting up from that date and telling this person to fuck off, okay? Just being like, what do you mean? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not into that. You're not into life, somebody's perspective, their point of view. You know, it's really wild. I have guys come to the show and they have a fucking blast. And yes, I obviously talk about what I've been through as a female and from my female perspective, but it's all funny. You know what I mean? It's like some of it's shock and awe for some of these guys. And a lot of them are like, we had a great fucking time. Like at the end of the day, like I always say, men can get up and, and swing their dick around all the time and get invited on Joe Rogan's podcast. But for us, if, you know, that's one of my actual jokes in the show. So still laugh at it. But then women get up and talk about what they've been through. And all of a sudden it's like, I'm just, I'm not into that. I'm not into it. She's pregnant. Oh, I'm not into that. Shut the fuck up, Carl. Shut up. And this is not a man-hating podcast. I have been calling all the time. Some of y'all don't, you always leave a voicemail with your windows down and the air's on and I can't hear you. I would like more men to call in, but that is just the opinion. I'm just not into that. What do you mean? What the fuck do you mean, Carl? I'm not into you. And this is why you will continue to be on 6,000 hinge dates because you tell people, oh, your sister's pregnant? Not good for her when she do. Yeah, I couldn't date her because I'm just not into that. You're not on a date with my sister. She's married to my brother-in-law. You're not going to fuck her. We didn't even bring that up. How did that even bridge the topic of conversation? I'm just not into the. <laughs> I'm not into the fact that you have seven roommates and you clearly left this flannel from REI in the fucking 
whatchamacallit, the washer for too many cycles too long because it's been giving off a thick, musty odor. And you took me to a tapas restaurant. And I'll tell you right now, you know what's the one thing I hate? Small plates. We've been over this. It's either a full appetizer or bust. I don't want a small fucking plate because even if there are two people and you go, oh, Heather, but if it's small plates, everybody gets to try everything. Yeah. Or you can be at a normal restaurant where you can also order normal size portions and people can still try a little bit of everything. Because you know what happens when I go to a Spanish tapas place? I have to get six orders of the patatas bravas because two bites, I'm out of the game. When I'd like a six orders of them, which is a normal size portion at a regular joint. But fucking Carl took you to a tapas spot wearing a old musty shirt and wants to tell you that he's just not into that. (laughs) I can't. I can't. I cannot. Oh, God. And you know what it was? When the words were coming out of his mouth, that is the true reflection of just who he is. This is just the true reflection of who he is. That was the core of who he is. It is what it is. That was just his natural reaction. You know, I, I don't like going to see women. Yeah, women aren't that funny when, um, you know, they're pregnant. She kind of let herself go. You were like, no, she was pregnant. Did you not know that? Did you not know that? Yeah, I'm just not really into that. You know what I mean? I'm rubbing CBD all over my fucking neck because it's killing me. I'm just not into that. I'm not into that. You know what, Carl? I'm not into the fact that you've been working at Merrill Lynch for 12 fucking years and you still are maybe making... I don't know, 45 grand a year because you had no opportunity to just really take the step up. Because I'm sure at some point when your boss came in and he said, hey, my wife's pregnant, you just said, yeah, okay, I'm not really into that. And that was a red flag. But because HR, there's some fucking HR loophole, they couldn't fire you. But you never got promoted and you never really asked why because you don't really have any gumption in your life or any you know, foresight to say, hey, let me make some goals and ambitions. You know who doesn't fucking make a vision board? Fucking Carl. And your boss went to the HR and said, listen, I want to fire this guy. He's a fucking twat. And you know what? The HR lady goes, we can't because technically somebody hit him with their car in the parking deck about three months ago. We think it might actually have caused a little bit of brain damage, but technically he has us by the fucking balls because there's nothing we can do. If we fire him now, it'll seem sketchy because, you know, he got hit so hard that he didn't think to sue us yet. So it's either we lose this entire firm, this financial establishment, or we just keep him at a very, you know, at a statistics job. And I'm not shitting on other stat jobs. There's a lot of hard accounting statistic jobs, but we're just going to let him crunch numbers at the base level for the next 12 years. And when he's 40, he'll wonder, I never got a promotion. And you know why you didn't get a promotion? Because you looked at your boss one day and you go, I'm just not into that. And actually, he may, this man actually may have been in a pretty bad accident. But I'm just saying what I think happened is that he's just, that's who he is inside. You know, and it's comments like that, whether you're out on a date with a gal, a guy, whomever. But you know when you hear that one response to something that's as jarring as, I'm just not into that. And it, and it seems like something that's a fluff thing to say or, you know, whatever, nonchalant comment. But you know that when you hear that, that that is the reaction, it sends a chill down your spine because you know who that person is at the core of their being is a fucking douche lord. Oh, God. You really got me. I'm just not into that. Oh, my God. Carl, I'm just not into the fact that you have halitosis and most likely are a huge carrier of HPV. I'm not even worried about getting the Omicron from you. I'm worried about the other things that your dick is riddled with. You know what I mean? I'm just not into that. (laughs) I'm glad you left the date. I mean, what do you fucking do? You feel bad because he got hit in a parking deck by probably a Yukon Denali by somebody in the marketing department and then they tried to cover it up and he may not remember. We may have to give him a little bit of, like he may not remember, but either way, it's just, I I don't have tolerance for that. You know, have I ever said anything like that? Like when it comes to maybe the male comparison, a lot of my favorite comedians talk about UFC stuff and I'm not 
into the sport because it's I don't really fully understand it. But I'll sit and I can understand the jokes. You know what I mean? But that's not even the same thing. That's not even the same thing. Someone is pregnant, bringing life into this world, traveling, working, still doing their thing while they're pregnant, which you have no fucking idea how hard it is to entertain people for 90 fucking minutes. But I'm just not into that. <laughs> you know what I am into? Fucking Bitcoin and Pornhub. <laughs> I fucking can't. Oh, God, that was a doozy. All right. Thank you for calling in and thank you for getting up. You know what? This is what this is. This year, we're going to start it off positive. But you know what? I know our bullshit threshold is so low. It is so low. And this is what I want. When you make your vision board after you listen to this episode, or maybe you're listening to it while you're doodling, listen, I want you to think about this. If you're stuck with a situation in this first two months, well, hopefully you don't have this shit going on later, but I want you to really be on high alert. Just say, just get up from the table and leave. That is the other thing. I am not going to put myself in situations and deal with them. I'm literally going to go, you know what? This is a no. I don't need to be here. I don't need to fight with you. I don't need to have this conversation. I don't need you in my life. I'm going to go now. Thank you. That's the kind of energy we need to have. I, you know what? I forgot to take my thyroid medication. I'm going to go now. And this is in any relationship. Hey, we want to bring you in to talk about your Q4 year review. Uh, we saw, Michelle, you had a lot of snacks at your desk. That's when you scream, I have low blood sugar. I've got to go. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be waiting for my promotion in my Dropbox. <laughs> I don't think promotions get sent to Dropboxes, but we've been down this road before. You guys know I don't know what Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4 is. Um, in Q3, we had uh, about 60% engagement through our installation we did down at the uh, aquarium. What does that mean? I don't know. But if you get to a point at any point at the beginning of this year, because our bullshit threshold is so low that somebody says something to whatever extent is, I'm just not into that. However that triggers you, however that makes you feel, that you're just like, you know what? No, um, this isn't going to work. I got to bounce. I got to go. You do you. And you tell them, leave it in. You know what? When my promotion clears, leave it in my Dropbox. I'll be working from home for further notice. Thank you you know what we're going to do? We're going to go get them, Tiger. We're going to write down our goals and aspirations. And you know what you do? You don't put that you don't want a Carl on your vision board. You put, write down, ladies, if you're looking for specific love or gentlemen, write down the qualities that you want. I want somebody who's financially stable. I want somebody who enjoys golf. I want someone who will look at me while I'm pregnant and go, I'm into that, babe. You look beautiful. For fuck's sake, Carl. I was starting this episode off positive and now I got a bee in my fucking bonnet. And I'll tell you right now, I'm on a heavy flow. I'm on a heavy period. And I don't want, don't know why after 34 years on this earth, I still, I keep a period tracker. I know when it's coming. And today it was the wrath of fucking God. And I wasn't going to let my feelings get into this. But now I hear this kind of shit and I'm on one. So you know what? I'm going to go cool down because that's the only way I'm going to get through the rest of this week. We're gearing up. This is what I want you to do this week. Write down your goals. Take a self-care checklist and say, do you have a rat tail? Do you have one loose string in the back? Maybe you don't. Maybe you've got a lot of facial hair growth. You know what I mean? Just Google it. Have you signed up for a new insurance? If you don't have insurance, just take a month. Take two weeks this month to make some phone calls, see some people, get some blood work. Let's get ourselves together. Because if we're not, if we're going to get the shit that we need to get done and do us and be Gucci gang and tiramisu bitches, then we got to get up from the table, remove ourselves from the toxic situation and go get some blood drawn. That's on God. Do you hear me? Go get them tigers. We're looking for a light viral load and a heavy positive load of love aspirations. And we're not putting up with shit this year. That's on God. I love you. I miss you. Come get your tickets to Heather on tour.com. And I will be coming to a city near you. I cannot wait. We have Oklahoma City coming up. Lexington. I believe all sold out shows in Dallas. LA. Two shows in San Francisco. The list goes on and on. That is just the next month. Y'all take care of yourselves. Watch out for each other. And remember, just take your vitamin C, your zinc, and do the best you can. We're vaxxed. We're boosted. 
We're fucking boot scooting and boogieing. And if I got to put ashwagandha in my pussy to get my blood sugar correct, I'm going to do it. I love you. And again, as always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. See you next time. Arrivederci, Chabella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.